Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Filling in for our host, Marty Grunder, this week is Grow Group Vice President, Vince Torchia. I'll let him take it from here. Hey everybody, Vince Torchia from The Grow Group here for another exciting episode of The Grow Show powered by Steel. Hey, we are into early January, 2024, as this is coming out. And what I wanted to do is give you a quick, you know, world according to Vince perspective on 2023 in the green industry and where I see it heading in 2024. I get the unique benefit of not only getting to see a ton of companies, what they're working on and what they're doing through our ACE peer groups that we run in strategic partnership with McFarland Stanford, over 155 companies in our groups that we get to work with, see, get updates from, hear from about them, their team, their financials, everything. So we get a great perspective from them. I also get the inside the four walls, looking outside the four walls perspective of Grunder Landscaping Company, right? A company in Southwest Ohio that Marty founded and is running for almost 40 years. So I've got a unique perspective in the industry and I wanted to share a couple things to kick this off about 2023. Three things I noticed in 2023 that were probably on the top of minds for most of the people that we work with in Grunder Landscaping included were cash and cash management, sales, right? Getting revenue and workforce development. So let's talk about cash and cash management first. 2023 was the first kind of right back to normal year that I think the industry's had post COVID from a cash perspective. 2020, people were still putting a lot of work into the ground, right? They had contracts in 18 and 19 that were carrying them through. 2020 was an odd year. Then we had the stimulus injections. So we had PPP money, we had EIDL money, we had ERC credits, right? Carrying all the way through into even now. But cash just kind of got artificially injected into a lot of companies in 2020, 2021, and 2022. So people were growing their companies and using that cash as their growth vehicle. Instead of using their profits, instead of using a bank, instead of using a line of credit, they just use the cash they had. Again, maybe some of it's from PPP, ERC, EIDL. That was really what allowed them to grow. As everyone knows listening to this, it's expensive to grow a company. It's expensive because of equipment, it's expensive because of people, it's expensive because of the property that you're on, right? So it does take cash to grow, and the companies are growing like crazy through 2020, 2021, 2022, and even into 2023. And they use that outside capital to fuel most of their growth. So I think, right, to be blunt, a lot of companies didn't really feel the pain of growth from a cash perspective because they had these outside influences into them. A lot of them use that money to, again, quote, like level up themselves, their team, their property, their equipment, and all that. And now in 23, that money is kind of gone. We've spent all that. And now it's back to, oh, I've got to grow my company off my profits. I've got to grow my company off my banking relationships, my line of credit, interest rates, all of those things. And I think people just saw a tighter cash position overall in 2023. Coupled by that was this, what I would call general laziness around collecting and receivables. Companies AR days, something again, we track in our peer groups with McFarland Stanford on a quarterly basis, AR days went really high, right? Companies went from collecting on average in 30 days to say 45, 47, 53 days. That's a huge difference in terms of the cash conversion cycle that your company has. So cash and cash management was on a lot of people's minds in 2023. I think a lot of people kind of learned the hard way. It's back to basics on that. I got to collect. I got to bill. I got to do the work, right? We've heard Marty's cash flow 
analysis, turning that crank before, right? Sell the work, do the work, build the work, collect the work. But I think cash management was a big thing on people's minds and they're realizing, man, if I want to continue to grow at the rates I've been growing, 20, 25, 30% a year, that eats up most of my profits, right? And, and maybe that's best case scenario for some people. So they're looking at, again, banking relationships, line of credits and all those items. But in 2024, I would expect that to continue, not because companies are operating poorly, but just because we got in some habits the last three years that are gonna take a little bit of time to break. So I still think cash and cash management is gonna be a key for 2024 as well. Second item for 2023 would have been sales, right? Just revenue. Again, people spent a ton of money on their properties, enhancing their properties, whether it's residential, second homes, commercial buildings, et cetera, in 21, 22, and 23, because they weren't spending money on other things, specifically in 2020 and 2021. So that boxed up, boxed up our demand. It pushed our schedules out further. So we really are probably still in an area where we just completed work in 23 that probably initially got talked about in 21 or 22, just by the way that the demand pushed all of our schedules out further. And again, we had this injection of demand for our services, which has been great, but now we're returning to normal and people are kind of learning again how to make sales, right? We became order makers. We have to become order makers, I'm sorry, and less of order takers, as you've heard Marty talk about. Jonathan and Josiah Peterson talked about it on The Grow Show when Marty interviewed them. But we've got to get back in the habit of going out and selling. And again, not selling and getting in your face selling, selling in terms of proposing the things that we know somebody can do on their property. But we're seeing a huge focus now back onto sales management into 2024 seeing sales managers being hired for the first time, seeing more activities focused on the daily, weekly, monthly sales opportunities that people have. And again, kind of reigniting that fire of, oh, we have to go sell. Like this work is not just gonna come to us. If we wait for it to come to us, we're not gonna be the company that we wanna be. So again, we've seen that trend through 23 into 24. And now again, people are energized to go sell in 2024, which uh, again, I think is a good thing for us. And then finally, one more thing in 23 that I noticed that is absolutely a strong positive is what I'm going to call workforce development. I think for a long time, we had some bad attitudes, to be honest, in the industry about nobody wants to work, the younger generation's different, I'm just, I can't find people, it's not going to happen, labor challenges, labor issues. I think in a positive way in 23, we've surrendered to that and we've said, you know what, I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm not going to talk negatively. I'm going to take the team that I have and I'm going to develop them. I'm going to institute a training program. I'm going to go get Greenius and use it. I'm going to do my one-on-ones. I'm going to do my training meetings. I'm going to have my safety breakfast. I'm going to do my offsite training meetings with my team, right? People just kind of were like sick of it, sick of not having solutions. They looked internal first, which is the way they should do it and said, screw it. I'm going to control my own destiny. I'm gonna hire great people, I'm gonna train them, I'm gonna develop them. If they leave, so be it, right? That's out of my control. I can only control what I can control and I can control our training program. I can control our hiring process. I can control what we pay people, right? So 23 in a very positive way, I saw a ton of companies shift their mindset towards the labor market, towards the team members they have and take a much more positive future looking approach. I'm gonna build career paths. Again, I'm gonna train, I'm gonna educate, I'm gonna invest, and I'm not going to let a couple people that leave as a result of that deter me from keeping on doing this. So I think that was a huge positive. So I think that will continue in 2024. 
I think if you're a company and you're listening to this and you're struggling with the training program or struggling with developing people or struggling growing the company based on a labor shortage, I would look at ourselves first and say, is this the kind of place I would want to work at? Does my team know where we have an opportunity to grow within our company? At Grunder Landscaping Company, we're fortunate that many of our managers started off in lower positions at our company. So we have great stories to tell about the people in our company that have moved through the organization the last three years as a result of their hard work, their ingenuity, and again, their ability to manage and complete work. So we have great stories to tell, and I would encourage everybody to look at your internal team, who's up for promotions, who can do more, what low-risk experiments can we give them so that I can tell great stories to new team members saying, you see Polly over here? Polly started out as a team leader. Then Polly moved into a senior team leader. Then Polly actually moved to our lawn care division and helped us with that. And then Polly moved back into landscape. And then he sold landscapes for a while. And now Polly's an operations manager, right? Having those stories to tell is, is a great opportunity for you to, again, show your team that this place is a career. This is not a job. You can earn money here. You can earn good money here. You can support a family here all those pieces, right? We saw even last year at Grow 2023 in San Antonio, Josiah and Jonathan Peterson just put out their career ladder in the middle of their shop so that everybody could see and do and understand how they could grow within Summit Landscape and Design, which was an awesome thing for people to learn and see. So again, those are some high level things from 2023 that are carrying over into 2024. Cash management, how are we collecting money quickly? How are our banking relationships? Do we know what our cash needs are for investment? right? Sales. How are we becoming order makers? What are our sales activities on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? How are we running our sales meetings different? Are our goals clear for our team? Does everybody know how they contribute to the sales goal for 2024? And then workforce development. What is our training program? What is our safety program? When are our safety breakfasts? When are we rewarding and recognizing team members for a job done well? Are we paying above industry standards? If you want to pay average, you're going to get average, right? That's just how it happens. So again, I think those three items are going to be important carrying us over into 2024. And then one more thing that's on everybody's mind is consolidation, right? Mergers and acquisitions, people buying companies, people selling companies. How does that affect things? I think in the, you know, the residential space with what the Mariani Premier Group is doing, that's unprecedented, right? It hasn't really happened before. So that's still an experiment. It's an experiment in team members' minds and it's an experiment in company owner minds with how that residential roll-up will work moving forward and how it will affect the markets that people are in, right? We want good companies operating well, working well with other good companies, right? So it's unprecedented though. We've not really seen much like that before. So we'll have to see where that goes and how it affects other things in the industry. The commercial roll-ups, especially in commercial maintenance, have been around for years, right? That's kind of an existing model that already works. And I think we'll continue to see more of it. I think it's a natural thing. I think it will slow down. I think a lot of private equity funds had a fund with a life that they had to spend some money on, and they saw this market as an opportunity, this kind of route-based service as an opportunity for them to go and kind of shore up some revenue, shore up some some liquidity for themselves, and, and go put it to work. But we'll continue to watch that in 2024 and see what happens, but I know it's on many people's minds. So 2023 was a great year for many companies. Many of our peer group companies had the best year they've ever had in terms of sales, right? I think what I would challenge everybody for 2024 would be, how can we have the best year we've ever had in margins, right? How can this be a margin-focused year for us? Because 
depending on if you're growing or depending on if you're kind of shoring up processes and systems and getting tighter, depends on what you want your margins to be. Some companies are actively lowering their margins because they have a lot of overhead and they want to get the volume, right? Great strategy for growing companies with a lot of overhead that a lot of overhead they have right now. Other companies have had large overhead for a few years. They're tightening up their systems and processes and getting leaner and leaner so that they want to actually increase their margins for 24 so they can go reinvest in more things in their company. But let's grow sales, let's grow margin, let's go profit as a result of that. Let's make sure we have our cash plan set for the year. Let's make sure we have our sales plan set for the year. And let's make sure we have our workforce development plan set for the year. And 2024 will be a great year. Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you all of you at Grow 2024 at RJ Lawn and Landscape. I got my RJ Polo uh, on this morning or my RJ Pullover on this morning. But uh, we're looking forward to a great Grow 2024 event. Well, we'll talk about all the things that I just mentioned about cash, about sales, about operations, about workforce development, get an inside look at RJ Lawn and Landscape, a leading company in the Midwest that is so well balanced. They do snow, they do maintenance, construction, lawn care, athletic fields, all out of an awesome city in Des Moines, Iowa. Ryan and Matt McCarthy, dynamic owners, running a great business with an amazing team. We cannot wait to show them off in a few weeks at Grow 2024 in Des Moines, Iowa. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of The Grow Show, powered by Steel, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel, whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our drives easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.